Hello and welcome to The Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like, oh, so robots can have babies, and to be a good parent, you don't ever need to name your child. And sitting opposite me and joining in is Tobias. Hello, people. Again, I'm Bob. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How are you? How's your lovely self? Oh, I am good, mate. I am. I'm, I'm fantastic. <laughs> uh, I think it's good that we're actually reviewing movies now. Yeah. Because uh, uh, we basically do that anyway in our normal life. <laughs> we're just kind of like, did yeah. you see that movie? This is what I thought. <laughs> we, we've, we've basically made a habit out of turning the things we just do normally into podcasts. We it chat did. geeky, so that's one podcast. And we review stuff, so podcast <laughs> another spin-off needs to be for eating we both like eating oh, yeah eating ones are harder when you can't see the person YouTube. Oh, you yeah youtube <laughs> so obviously this is the first episode of the manic film club where we basically work away through lists of things and review them one by one the first one we're going to review is very apt we are currently all on lockdown and isolation so a very apt one to start with is I am mother. Would you like to explain what it is, Tobias? According to Netflix, the synopsis is, following humanity's mass extinction, a teen raised alone by a maternal droid finds her entire world shaken when she encounters another human. Yeah. Yeah, extinct we are. Extinct. Extunct. That's yeah, us. Yeah, we've been stunked ourselves out here. <laughs> <laughs> or have we? Or have, or have we? The thing is, that's the question, you know. So I suppose that the key place to start is, before getting into the actual thing, did you like the film? As a simple yes or no, yeah. ever, yes, I Yeah. Uh, it's the kind of premise that does interest me. It's yeah. sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, I like sci-fi. Yeah, I agree. Also, there's something to be said for post-apocalyptic, when, especially when you're almost living it in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, very early within the first, like, I'd say 10 to 15 minutes, I was getting passengers kind of vibes. Okay. Because obviously, like, solitary people dealing with being almost alone and all, almost warly kind of feelings as well. Warly. Yeah. Uh, also, the fact that no character, and there weren't a lot of characters. No. Um, they they don't have names. None of the characters have names, just descriptions. Yeah, really. So there's mother, there's daughter, there's woman. <laughs> yeah, you which know? is pretty. It's pretty cool. It's a clever way of doing it because um, I watched it with my partner. She her thing is she cannot remember names. She's terrible no. at remembering names and things. And and it was ha- handy this time because there were none. No, I mean I I make I made a note of the cast because. Yeah. I'm the same. I, I know who the characters are, but I don't always get names straight away. Yeah. Um, well, there, there was only really three. <laughs> three. I, hand, I handled yeah. it. I tell you what, I was so... Well, I wasn't, because I instantly understood it. But when the end credits came up, and there were four names, <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Was, was one of them uh, Luke Hawker? Yes, because he's yeah. the physical version yeah. Whereas one of it... the first things I said to Amanda when we started watching it was, I wonder who's inside that robot. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'll tell you what, the robot looked good. Mother. Yeah. Voice voice uh voiced by Rose Byrne. Um it she looked shiny. She was shiny, she was very realistic looking. You know, it's yeah. very kind of um I actually they did sort of give the robot a face but not really not it didn't look human no except it had they gave it a very 
I think a lot of robots and androids and things in sci-fi, they tend to make as human-looking as possible and tend to round them off a lot. But this yeah. one's quite square and chunky. And Yeah, I mean, the, her head-wise reminded me of, we've discussed it recently in a chat off-cast, um, a game called Portal. Yeah. Um, the antagonist is a character called GLaDOS, and her head looked just like the head of GLaDOS. And I've looked into it since and there's a lot of uh, similarities between that I've, and this i've done the same yeah i've seen a lot of, i don't know portal but the portal references kind of kept yeah coming. yeah which is quite cool but her headpiece the first thing i thought when i saw her was that looks just like glados yeah. the head and um look when i did my research i, I saw as well that they'd kind of homage homaged um <laughs> 2001 odyssey it's well, space yeah. odyssey with the eye yeah okay it, yeah, because yeah. I mean, it all had that kind of feel with it. Because you know, when you've got humans and like robots, you've always got that kind of question of where their loyalties lie. Generally, for anyone listening who hasn't watched the film, do you want to kind of give a little brief explanation of the plot, or how spoilery do we want to be on this? Well, I suppose we are going to be spoilery. We yeah, it's going to be spoilery. I mean, if you haven't watched it, do go and watch it before you listen to this. Yeah, because we're going to um, tell you stuff. <laughs> we are. Obviously, Tobias has read the synopsis now. Mm-hmm. But the the basic premise is, from the off, you meet Mother, who is basically, from what we can see, starting to repopulate a uh, extinction event-ridden world. It's all kind of like, it's not an underground lair, but it's no. sort of like, it's not a warehouse, it's a special, like, think of a, what do you call it? Not a panic room. It's un, It's sort of underground, it's a factory sort of lab, lab, maybe? Yeah, it's like, a, it's, it's a safe place safe house sealed off yeah um yeah i mean i don't think no let me try that again i don't know if you've ever played the fallout games but they're based around places called vaults i I played the fallout shelters oh actually the vault is literally that is literally what it what it made me think of because there was a lot of action based around the airlock and that made me think of the big opening door but basically it follows initially mother this robot bring trying to bring humanity back from what we believe to be extinction yeah. with a whole warehouse full of embryos. And she's, we see her basically raise the first human. Yeah. Uh, she is a girl called daughter. Yep. Uh, and basically through the film, you've got this robot basically trying to raise the, the, the perfect human given, you know, she, you see quite early on that she's into ballet. She's very creative. Yeah. Intelligent. Uh, yeah. No, I was just, I was just thinking, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, then we, we obviously kind of, once daughter is like, I don't know how she's meant to be. Well, this is going to be something, don't say it yet, we'll come back to it. Yeah, but I say, well, basically, once she becomes old enough to be a character herself. Yeah, she, like, she's, we see yeah. her when she's very young. Obviously, yeah. we should see her as a newborn baby, like out of this kind of test tube, basically, kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, then we see her as a young toddler. Uh, but then basically the story settles in with her as a teenager. Yeah. And I mean, once we following her as a teenager, it's very interesting and it shifts onto her as your focus. And she's now your, your, your lead because she's a person that's easy to follow (laughs) a human lead and just going day to day. And she's prepping for some form of like aptitude exam. Yeah. Um, and she's got to do better each year. Yeah. She's just got to basically show improvement. She's just got to show improvement. Because she's the first of humanity, potentially. Mm. Um, and there's a, a basically, a, she's asleep one night, 
in a very creepy situation, what I think is weird, when she shares a room with Mother. Because <laughs> Mother kind of goes but on a recharge mother's, every night. Mother's a robot. So, yeah. yeah, but it, no, it's, it was, it's more creepy because Mother goes on charge every night, doesn't she? She kind of yeah. sits down, she recharges. But it's in the same room as daughter, and it's always creepy. It's like, well, she's watching over you while you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but one night there's a power cut, and obviously it deactivates everything, and daughter goes and has a look and finds a mouse. Yeah. Um, and, it, and, and Mother instantly reacts badly because she's like, this could be a contaminant from the outside if it's possible. Because yeah. obviously she's explained to daughter that the outside world is full of this contagion. You can't go out there. So if anything has managed to get in, it's got to be destroyed for safety. Yeah, so her clothes, yeah, when, everything. So um, she she gets rid of the mouse. She pops it in the old incinerator. And she basically goes and examines the airlock and says, look, stay away from the airlock while I make sure it's safe. And in classic film fashion, daughter doesn't. Yeah, she goes and you has must a look. Never at do what never you're do told. Just no don't film if you do that. <laughs> just, just don't tell teenagers to do something, especially in film. They're gonna yeah. do the opposite. You know that. So she basically, daughter goes and looks at the old airlock and hears banging and talking, doesn't she? So she opens it and there's a survivor, played by Hilary Swank. Which I did not know what Hilary Swank looked like off the top of my head. I did mm. not place her until afterwards. All right, okay, um, fair enough. But and that is the thing is that is pretty much the base plot before getting into weird twisty spoilery stuff yes of letting this survivor in and the question of how have you survived if there's contagion and mother she initially says i need to hide you from mother because she might react the same way as the mouse basically yeah and that is i say before before getting into anything major spoilery that's basic plot yeah that's the basic plot um and that basically, oddly enough, is basically the first hour of the 30 yeah. or 90 minute, well, two hours. Yeah. Um, it's quite, it's a long time before Hilary Schwank comes in. Yeah. Uh, but I, and, I liked that. I liked that like, um, yes. solidarity because you kind of got to see, you got to see a little bit of Mother first where she's just raising the babies, or yeah. baby, sorry. And, and then caring. Yeah. And, and that is the thing. Yeah. It's interesting. And also, she's got, because she's a robot, she's got these nice heat pads, which. Are made. She's made for that. Yeah. So she's got this heat pad so she can hold a baby, and she's got a little device in her arm where she can play music to simulate the like the the stimulus, which is quite interesting. Um, but no, it it, it was very interesting seeing that actually, first hour. I actually find in films like this, um, when you have a film which is essentially about a person or about two people, yeah. inevitably there is always going to be someone else who shows up. And yeah. I, I always tend to resent it a little bit. I don't want the new person coming in and yeah, actually ruining it. <laughs> actually, imagine that the mouse hadn't happened and Hilary Swank had never found her way to there. Yeah. If it had just been another hour of things happening there, you could have watched that. It was actually quite interesting. It was. It, it was, yeah. It was very watchable. Um, I made a comment on the opening, a joke about never naming her. I mean, I think that's a bit odd, personally, because she's trying to create the perfect human. And Mother made a comment multiple times early on saying that she herself was trying to grow and improve. Yeah. You know, she made a joke. She said, that was me making humor. I'm improving. And surely to be the ultimate mother, she's going to have to start naming them. Uh, yeah, possibly. And Well, yes. But this will be something that I comment on later. Because okay. uh, I don't... Obviously, I don't want to give big information just yet. No, no. Follow the, the order of the film, I suppose. Because right up until Hilary Swank comes in, 
basically it's known from mother that people have killed each other the, it's mentioned the wars yeah as in multiple and basically we've done this to ourselves which is you know why she she's you know she's now repopulating with daughter. i mean it's quite a common trope in sci-fi films now that actually the real villains are human yes against each other um but when hillary swank turns up that's turned on its head because she points out that what she's running from are other robots yeah basically um daughter hides the woman which is hillary yes. swank in what i believe is the boiler room and as fate would go mother wanders in there and a woman sees this and panics because the droids that she's been running from are identical to mother yeah so she all she sees is the enemy so she attacks mother nearly destroying her yeah um but misses the cpu side of it uh but and the mother basically yeah uh and basically mother explains i'm not those droids i'm I'm doing this have i made to care for humanity that's her core her core thing is to care for humanity and basically says to daughter have i ever hurt you have i ever scared you have i and daughter's like well no no you haven't (laughs) so no i'm not like them uh but now we know that it actually wasn't people against people there's droids out there so we've got a bit of a terminator aspect now where we've got it's people versus humans but humans clearly have not done well in this the next i'd say 20 minutes of the film is the classic thing of woman has planted a seed of doubt in daughter's mind because up until now for daughter there was nothing outside yeah there was no life to go already there to her there's a lie Yes, uh, and the woman's talking about the others. She's got drawings of other yeah. people. Um, yeah, because she brings a bag with her. It's important to note she brings a bag with her with several like supplies. There's a bit of corn in there. There's a, a sketchbook which we'll get on to in a minute, and she also has a, like a hand phaser gun thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and basically she so she survived. But there's more people out there, and she wants daughter because obviously woman doesn't trust the droid. No, like basically come with me you're not safe here um and even though daughter has always been safe there yeah this is the first human that actually daughter has met well been... it's very telling because one of the first things she does once a woman is safe in the boiler room is as she goes to leave she stops and turns to shake her hand and it's it's a, it's a very throwaway thing because She's she, uh, woman is now safe downstairs in the boiler room. This is before she spots mother. Um, daughter says, "Look, stay here. I'll uh, see if I can get you some pl- some supplies and um, see if I can explain the situation before anything happens." And um, she goes to sleep, but stops, turns around, and puts a hand out to shake it because that's what she's seen in the the videos she watches. That, yeah, because that's something we haven't no. really said about daughter's only view of humanity are TV shows. Yeah. The Tonight Show. She, yeah, that's what she's grown up on, so, which is all very, well, showy and nice, basically. Yeah. So she, she uh, puts her hand up to shake it, and, I mean, woman does, but yeah. it's not, really, it's not a big it. thing in the film, but from a, point, a watcher's point of view, that's her first physical greeting with a yeah. human. Now, through all this, right, all, all the film when daughter's alone, because she's surrounded by potential brothers and sisters. There's all these embryos. yeah. Right? yeah. 
uh, and mother keep telling her that these are our, your family and are going to be. Yeah. Uh, and the daughter's always basically going on about, well, why can I have a brother? You know, uh, and all this kind of thing. Um, but it's mother basically makes her do these tests. And when she passes the tests, which handily ties in with the same point that woman is here and injured yeah. and being cared for in yeah. the infirmary. Uh, basically, the prize is you can choose your first brother. Yeah, it, it was very interesting. Yeah. So to see daughter, generally how she reacted to that. Well, she just met her first human, who's not family, pot- you know, a potential enemy here. Yeah. But now yeah. mother's basically going, you've always wanted a family. Basically, ignore that. Yeah. Have, because, have an actual you know, We've got by this point, we've got serious seeds of doubt being planted in her mind by a woman saying, "Look, I that droid that you've been living with all these years, outside there's lots more of them, but they are all identical and evil." You know, so she's got this panic. So she's had potentially, from mother's point of view, she's being like um, lured yeah. into this yeah. this idea of no, it's not right here. So really, it's I think even if she hadn't passed that test, mother would have found a way of going. You know what? You've earned this. Because it's like a see, stay here. I've got your family. We're your family. Don't worry about that. Yes. You know, uh, it's giving mother, daughter, and now brother. Yeah. Because they do, shall we say, hatch, grow. I don't know which way you go yeah, around. Yeah, it's weird because they're like Quite a little. Quick. It's like, like a little, day, isn't it? Yeah, they're like little embryos in, like <laughs> almost like a little. Um, you know, you used to be able to buy those like little jelly like monsters in like little foil yes, packets. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, and then they, they just pop them into a little machine, and they they plop down into a very future looking bubble, and it they does seem to just be like a, a couple day of, a or day or so just to grow to full baby. Now, obviously, woman is still telling daughter, "You can't stay here. We should go." But now, daughter would like, "I need to look after brother, or yeah, at least brother else. needs to come with us." Yeah, because you know, woman has not only planted these seeds of doubt, but she's backed it up by saying, "Look." I'm from a mine full of humanity. There's, it's not just me. There's, there's a whole humanity. You know, there's Jacob, there's, there's Rachel, there's Simon. We're, we're all there, yeah. you know. And I was out with Jacob when we were attacked, and he led them away while I escaped. So she's, she said, not only is there humanity waiting out there, there's potentially someone in danger who we need to go out for. Yes. And so she, she's, show, she's person, showing, wants, you know, not only are there humans left, but there's a good out there because, yeah. you know, he sacrificed himself potentially. Mm. So there's so much conflicting for a daughter that that being in her head must have been a nightmare. Well, yeah, because this has all happened very quickly. Oh yeah. It's like like an an evening, isn't it? I think it's like an overnight by the looks of it. Yeah. It's not long, but I do think, yeah, it's overnight to the next day. Um, Now, because I I can't exactly remember the order of things. So I'm going to say this bit. That's fine. Because it, I, I'm p- potentially skipping something on purpose. Okay. Uh, though it might not be next anyway, and I might not be skipping it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> basically, it gets to the point where daughter and woman do escape. Okay, yeah. I'm jumping for... Okay, yeah. Do you see why I'm jumping? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I might be wrong. Um, but, <laughs> so for the first time, daughter finds herself outside in a place which she's been told continually could kill her yeah uh and she doesn't die 
Yeah, but I thought it was interesting because they could have made the decision to make outside super green, super like you've been so lied to. But actually, her first glimpse of out there, she falls basically falls face down in this like black sand with dead trees around her. So there's still the idea that an apocalyptic event could still have happened. Yes. Well, it has. (laughs) You know, uh, mother wasn't lying. You know, people basically have been, you know, they're they're dead. (laughs) Uh, And there isn't you as these two characters walk through a wasteland, there is green. Things are being grown. But also we see the ruins of, I guess, cities, if you like. There's there's big ships which are now stranded without water in half. Uh, and they're heading towards these mines, which I don't know how long in real time it takes for them to get to that mine. No, because it, it glosses over that quite quickly. I actually imagine that's a, a couple of days. You would. It doesn't look like a quick journey, but they do do it in a collar. Yeah, they. they yeah, it's, it's very well. It's very well handled to save yes. time. But it turns out, and this is this is where your your head's going to be mucked up. Yeah, woman was lying. Yep. Because there are no people there. However, there <laughs> is a very important fourth member of the cast. A dog. A weird-looking dog as well. Not yeah, a nice-looking dog. It's a, a weird scruffy, looking. like, small wolfhound thing by the mm. looks of it. But the moment... Because they walk onto a beach where this cargo ship has washed up. And there's lots of, like, um, cargo crates. What are they called? Cargo... I know what you mean. I can't think what they're called. The though. large shipping crates. Yeah, the large shipping metal containers um, yes. strewn across this beach, and my mind was still going. Maybe one of them is an entrance to a mine. Yeah. Maybe they've flashed it in for safety because yeah. one of the doors is pushed ajar, and this dog runs out. And I think, oh, maybe it's come out to greet her, and it had. But then the classic thing opens of no, it follows woman into this shipping container, which is a single bed stuffed with supplies. Yeah, and that's it. And she lied about the other people. Uh, I will say, daughter. That's the first animal she's ever seen in real life. I would have scared of it. Does not freak yeah, out. Yeah, she's quite like, oh, it's a dog. All right. <laughs> the only thing I have to imagine is that in the videos, there must have, she must have seen loads of stuff about I animals. I don't care. I... Because also, she, she's, <laughs> if anything, she should have been more fascinated because she had lots of little origami animals. Yes, she did, yeah. But she kind um, of just went, eh. Uh, but, you know, it's upon seeing that this would, now if she stays with a woman... This would now be her life, where yes. actually it's very much, oh, the green was grasser. No, the green was grasser. The grass was grasser. <laughs> the green was grasser on the yeah, other the side. the grass was greener. Uh, and it's just like, actually, she had it really good. Yeah. She, uh, had, really... she had everything. She had security. She yeah. had stable food. You know. Mother yeah, was she was a little bit lonely. But, but keeping know. her out of a wasteland. Yeah. You know. Uh, so it's now a choice for her daughter. I, I best go back then. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not. And does she, I think, does she try to tell a woman to come with her? I can't remember if that happens or not. Initially, she yeah. kind of says, I can't stay here. Yeah. I, I, I need to at least go back and get my brother. Mm. I need to go back and get my brother. And the woman's like, there's nothing for you there. It's not safe, you yeah. know. And also, there's loads of droids around. Yeah. They'll kill you. That's important to point out. As, as they're walking from the we'll call it a bunker just so yeah. we know what we're referring to the bunker where yes. she lived with mother as she's walking from the bunker to the um the sh- the beach the mine, yeah. um they they passed through as you said they were growing some stuff there yeah. and it, they were basically fields of corn um there were corn ears right. and um they were as they went over it there was a nice big helicopter thing and lots of like automated 
things watering them. You say helicopter, it was a lot more futuristic roboty. It was it was more like like a quadcopter thing, wasn't it? It kind uh, of all these things. Imagine a cross between Terminator and the Matrix. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. And I get that. And yeah. um, so there was lots of an- oh, not animated, automated things caring for these fields. Yes. Um, so there was proof that there was something else out there. Yes. Um, there's more to the world. Yeah. But so daughter heads back. And actually, I will say, very, very freaky when she gets back towards the bunker. And initially, it's like one droid, which pins like a red light on her. Well, the, the, it's, it's important to note that, that as she kind of gets back to it, it's ahead of her. It's basically just a thick layer of fog and mist. Yeah. Yeah. And then you do see this one droid and you kind of go, oh, it's mother. Yes, because it, it looks... They are worse. identical. <laughs> yes. Um but then it's not just this droid. It's, it's a red light, red light, red light, sniper There's an light. army of them just basically yeah. in front of her in the bunker. Uh, again, actually, she's not as scared as I think she should be. <laughs> she takes things in her stride, daughter. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Doesn't she has had very little, like, um, interaction with anything. Yeah. You know, by this point in the film, it's important to note she has already... Um, operated. She's performed surgery. Yeah, she has. Yeah, because we meant we we mentioned that a woman was being cared for. Yes, and she, you know, so she needed some surgery, and but would the point is because she didn't trust mother, she wouldn't let her do it. No, so and daughter did. Daughter it. said, "You know what? You've trained me. I've got the capabilities. I'll do it." And she did do it to yeah, a, she did. better yeah. than I would have. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, we can say about the bullets. Okay, bullets. Yeah, that's first. Yes. That yes. Two things. Uh, the the the, one of the things that makes daughter go with the woman is the woman was shot. Yeah. And the mother does lie because the mother. Hang on. I'm trying to get the. the basically, the way it happens is daughter's having a conversation with woman where woman basically explains about the mine. The initial yeah. time she explains about the humanity in the mine and mother comes in and basically says that she needs rest and you need to go home do your exam. They leave the room, and Mother says, as they get away from the room, she's been lying to us. Um, yeah. I pulled the bullet, the bullet that you pulled out of her, I have I have compared to the bullet that she shot me with, and they're identical, which means she either shot herself or someone of with her gun and same make as her gun shot her because the droids do not use that same bullet. Yeah. Um, but... Because the woman's constantly at daughter, daughter goes and looks for the bullets. Yeah, and realizes they're they're not identical. She goes very, very like a um, secret agent spy. She breaks into a room where earlier in the film we saw her replace one of mother's hands, mm. and because it was faulty before this all kicked yeah. off, and so she breaks into this room and basically pulls what looks like a fingerprint chip thing out of one of the fingers, yeah. so that she can access the locked cabinets finds the bullet compares it to the bullet that was pulled out of a woman and finds that actually no they are completely different yes what one the one that you know the one that she shot at her was was huge and the other one was small so actually mother has been lying about this yeah and that's the thing because that but at this point that's actually sort of it that's it takes that one thing really it's a big thing but then if you imagine Mother was not a robot and yeah. was a human, you'd understand that lie, I think. Yeah. You know, it's that kind it's of... A it's, a, thing, it's a human trait of don't 
you know, don't believe this stranger, stay with me. Yeah. You know, uh, but it is that kind of trying to is, keep everything safe is what is, slows it. Bullets being being different is a, is damning evidence. Yes. Yeah. It's because there's there's an outright lie. Even if it turned out it was for a good reason, which it wasn't, there would there was an outright lie which would have had to have been explained. Yeah. So that that seed plants a seed of doubt into her mind, and she kind of goes a little bit crazy, like like she has a bit of a breakdown because her whole world started to collapse in on her. Yes. And then um, I assume we come on to the next bit, which I, I think you, you were going to move on to next. Yes, well... Which I'll let you do. We've got to get back in the bunker. Well, oh, this is before they leave the bunker. I know, but I don't want to talk about that bit yet. Oh, okay. I want to leave that bit. The problem is, I don't know if it's the bit I'm talking about. Have you got your phone with you? It's sitting next to me. Okay, cool, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, right, so... So, girl, daughter, is back at the bunker, but now with all these red lights trained on her from this army who could just kill her, because that's yeah. apparently what they want. They want to exterminate people. Yeah. But she says that she just wants to talk to mother, at which point they all part like the, like the sea. <laughs> yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty, pretty scary, but also yes. quite cool. And she goes in and finds mother... Caring for brother. But yeah. also, it's not caring anymore. She is caring. She's doing what she would have done anyway. Yeah. But now it's all quite spooky. Yeah, it's quite sinister because actually now there's a baby involved. Yes. So it's like, you think, wow, she says the wrong thing. Is she going to, is it going to take a turn? Is she going to kill this baby? Because yeah. you, you you don't know anything really at this point about where mother's, I say brain is and mind is, but you don't know her motives or anything. There's no logic here. Yeah. But it's around this time, Mother now explains actually what's happened, mm. doesn't she? Yeah. Do you, do you want to say what actually happened? No, I'll let you explain it. All right. So basically, all this time, first of all, she said about there being virus and all that, but there's no virus. She said that it was man versus man. But we now know that it's actually droid versus man. Yeah. We now find that Mother is actually just a shell and Mother itself is an A.I., yeah. And she is all of the droids that Everything. have killed off man. She she singularly has killed off mankind. Yeah. Because she realized that they were just going to destroy themselves. And that yeah, was no good. It, it was the classic <laughs> thing of a more intelligent thing, the AI, realized yeah. that humanity's worst threat is humanity. Yes. There was no there was no future for them because they were always going to come to 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 loggerheads over it and she uses the phrase i was i i wanted to i i was going to evolve my creators yes uh so she evolved them by killing every single one of them but then has all these embryos yes blank slate to then create a new human race yeah perfect which is why all the tests why she uh daughter's into ballet or gami she's intelligent she you know as a teenager she can do surgery yeah she she's very intelligent she's very capable and nice she's a nice person that's yeah. the thing she's caring yeah um and she's she you know she wants to save the brother that's what she is she she wants to look after the brother and is even asking to take the brother from mother to look after yeah, and this is basically why Mother is now explaining everything because she's basically saying, "I've succeeded, haven't I?" 
you know, she's saying you are the perfect, you know, specimen, I suppose. You, you are what, what I wanted you to be. Yeah. Uh, which is a bit of a freak out. Uh, so basically, uh, the mother has seen that daughter is now basically a perfect person. Yeah, she's, she's caring, she's, she's intelligent. She's, she's, yes. She's risen her to the level that she needs her to be. To now be the mother yeah. to all the embryos. So she can have her own human race with her caring for it. Um, and now this is where we can go back because there's a very sinister underlying thing. Which, which is, ba- it's, it's without before saying what it actually is, on top of the whole bullets fiasco, it's actually the the big thing that makes her go, okay, we're getting out of here. Yes. But I wish they hadn't done it. Yeah? This is one of the negatives. There's two negatives I have for the film, and this is one of them. Okay. Because basically, daughter goes through an incinerator and yeah. finds a burnt skeleton. Yeah. Basically, before that, what she's doing, when she's, she's found the... She's done the bullets thing. She knows that's an issue. She's she find, tries to find the gun, and she goes into the room with the embryos, opens up the container, and actually finds one one of the other containers has several other embryos missing. It has three missing all in all. Is it three? Is it? This is a key number. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. So it realizes that from the girls. Yeah, from, from the girls. Yeah, yeah, and realizes oh oh this this isn't good. No, <laughs> and freaks out, and then goes oh no. And then goes to the incinerator. Yeah. And basically, there's a reason why each year she has to do better in the tests. Because if she doesn't do better in the tests, she ends up in the incinerator. Yeah. Because she is not the first daughter. What's happened is mother has wiped out humanity, kept all these embryos, and is now just trying to repeatedly grow the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which actually, it's good for humanity in that she wants us to succeed, just not us actually as we exist because we're rubbish. Yes, she wants perfection, but the problem is to get perfection, she has to have some, in her mind, dummy runs. Yes. And when they don't go well, she's basically terminating them and killing them off. Now, this is obviously, as we said, this is the, the key thing. It's not yeah. so much the bullet thing. Now, that's an outright lie. Yeah. From mother, But this is a key thing that freaks daughter out, which it yeah. would, uh, and why she goes with woman. Yeah. Now... I wish they hadn't done it because I thought that was too soon in the film. Yeah. To give such a big, basically a plot twist, really. Yeah, it was quite early on. However, this does come back to something else, which in a... I don't know if you picked up on this or not. Right, okay. Because I I have a couple of theories about this film. There's one which is a definite not, and and then there's another one. Well, it'll be interesting what the definite... The definite not is because okay. I want to know what that is. Yeah. But in the opening scene, yeah, the the film did something and it bugged me. Okay, it bugged me because I made a note of something. Right, <laughs> so we've got the bunker, we've got mother sitting alone. Yep, and it basically runs numbers on the screen, and it basically says days since mass extinction. Yeah, right, okay. and it's one. It's like the first. It's the day of the mass extinction, yep. and we see her pluck the embryo. Yeah, uh, and then th- we see the embryo grow, which we know doesn't take that long in this. Yeah, 
But then we get some more numbers. And what we jump to after seeing like the, the toddler version of it all and everything yeah. is so there's one survivor. There's one human survivor and that is daughter. But why? When it says days since extinction event. One thousand no thirteen thousand eight hundred and sixty seven. Yeah. That is thirty eight years. Yeah. And they did that in the first scene. Do you know what? Because this, this, this leads on to my first theory. All right. Because, Obviously, yeah, yeah. You, what are you going to say? No, no, you, you go for the theory because I think it's what I think as well. Because basically the opening of the film is that, as you say, mm-hmm. um, embryo grows. Um, you know, you see her with cuddling a baby. Yeah. You then see the toddler learning to walk. You then see her a little bit older. Then you see her um, learning to dance as a young child. Then you basically see, I'd say, about five or six phases, yeah? Well, I think it's three it's phases. It's not that many, but yeah. It's, yeah. it's a couple of phases. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then, we've, then we end up on her when she's her current age. Yes. Now, my, my Rugard. Yes. Yes. Um, my theory was, and I, I got this very early on, basically as soon as she found out there was lying, my mind went, because I'm like you, I look for twists. Yeah. Um, I went, I'm pretty sure in my mind, that those kids we saw at the beginning are different children. Okay, I don't know about that, but yes, because <laughs> my theory, and I'm not alone in this, okay. is that Hilary Swank okay. is the first one. Oh, okay. That was my definitely not theory. Why is that a definitely not theory? Because um, in a scene we haven't mentioned yet, is there a scene we haven't the mentioned? very end scene, pretty yes. much, when Mother reapproaches Hilary Swank's character... Um, the dialogue that she says to her, um, oh, there's some phrasing she uses. Yes. Because I, ha- I will say, I'd already gone to the things I'd vote and I'd voiced it to Amanda and she hates it when I try and guess twists. Yeah. Um, I'd already said to her earlier, I reckon that woman is one of the earlier children, potentially one, an earlier experiment, because there's a scene when um, basically woman and daughter are planning to escape. Yeah. And they're standing either side of the glass, and they look almost identical from the side. Yes. Did you get that as well? I did. Yes, I, I realised that daughter could actually basically be a younger version of yeah. Hilary Swank. I thought actually, are all these embryos like clones? Are they are, are they taken from the same thing? And but then, um, then it was, and then I misheard something. Then I thought that mother called woman by a name and I went, well, it's confirmed because she's used a name and we don't know. But then I realized, no, I misheard that. But she says something later, the, basically the dialogue she has with woman at the end, when she reappears, we, we should explain, right? Yeah. Oh, something. Yeah, yeah. Basically once mother tells daughter, all of this. Yeah. Which is big shell shock, you know, yeah. uh, then basically says you are ready to look after your brother. Yeah. You don't need me for that. At which point, daughter basically destroys the unit that has been her mother. But because it's an AI, she is all of these other things. Well, mother, mother had already said, because the whole point is, there was this thing where she said, can I hold the baby? And mother hands the baby over. And then daughter basically tries to run out of the room and shuts the door. And mother turns to run after her to stop her and gets her leg trapped in the door. Yeah. And they're trying yeah. to pull her leg out. And obviously, um, daughter pulls this gun out that she's retrieved. And is pointing at her. And all this time, there's an army of droids trying to break in from the outside, which we now know is Mother. Yeah. Um, and Mother says, you can destroy this, but it won't be me. 
you know, because yeah, of, I, I, I'm then, all of this. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, she, you know, she does the whole thing of, you know, now you're ready to, to, to lead and, and do this now and hand, basically hands over the mantle. But the, her parting words to daughter are, if you ever need me, you know where to find me. Or something she's similar she, to that. She's everywhere. Yeah. And but, it's like, that is terrifying. Yeah. Because, you know. And she does. She shoots. Uh, she shoots her. And that's done. That's mother dead, except only that shell that's been raising <laughs> yeah. daughter. So then one of the other droid bodies, still mother, goes to woman who's still in her kind of cell thing. Ship was... cell thing. Okay. Basically gives a little speech and basically says... There's a reason why we kept you around. That's not the wording. Yeah, That's not, no, I'm no good at quoting. <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean. But because it's very creepy, because obviously um, it cuts back to to woman in her little her little um, storage crate thing, and then mother opens the door, and it's the creepiest phrase because it's such it's so boasty. She's like, "Did you really think she'd choose you over her own mother?" And it's like. Oh, and she's doing this very human thing because um, obviously women's collected loads of... She's very religious. Yeah. Um, and it, that's shown because the names she uses for the other human survivors are all religious Bible names. Yes, they are. And um, yeah, but um, basically mother, while mother's talking to her saying, why would she choose you over, over me? She's standing there and basically fiddling with one of the ornaments. And I thought that is so human. It's okay, what, so creepy. But, but there's one thing she says. Do you even remember your mother? Yeah. And she it, doesn't. That's it, the does that, it does that thing where it hints that it could be. Yeah. But this I is, left yeah. it going, no, I don't think it is. I think that was her just trying to plant a seed of doubt into her mind. Well, put this way, right? This is why I said when um, daughter sees that there's three missing embryos. Yeah. There's three because she's one of them. Yeah. One incinerator. Yeah. And that leaves woman i thought there was more than one jawbone in the incinerator no there was only one she picked was up there, one thing was there? Oh, okay cool. i mean that's all the thing is i'm saying that i've also yeah. read that yeah, but yeah, yeah that's it's cool. all down to interpretation yeah uh, that's, because that's it's fair, not because stated I, in the film the way i i got it because initially that was one of my initial theories that she was one of the original because i'd already by this point gone i reckon the kids from the beginning are it's not actually the one the one daughter we think we've been watching. It's actually different attempts. I didn't settle on the three thing, to be honest. I hadn't linked that. I thought there'd just be more we hadn't seen been opened. That is possible. Yeah. But when you look at what is literally been shown... Yeah, the, the, the facts, yeah. Yes. Um, so I'd already done the idea that it could be multiple. And then I, got, I went, oh, maybe she's one of them because she looks so similar to her. But then I moved on from that because... I, for for me, from my point of view, is it felt like some of the information that Mother kind of put across, it felt more like, because it's very important to note, it left off that scene at the end very much like she was about to kill her. Yeah? Yes, we don't know for absolute no, certain if she did, basically, but it was... She, she said the whole line that you've quoted saying, did you not wonder why we kept the one remaining human, why you were always left alone? Why you, why, you, know, you were left alone because you were needed, but not anymore. And then she basically walks in and closes the door. Yeah. Almost gives a little look to the camera. Um, I think now this is just an opinion. Yeah, and for me, it's meant a little bit more that Hilary Swank's woman is the first one. Yeah, is because I think if it was just a, a person, yeah, they could have gone with a male. Do you know what I mean? That is true. I mean, they may not have done because it may have been a battle of mothers, but I think it would have had another message. If, if don't go with the father, yeah, I don't I, know. Is, there is a there's a lot of actual evidence there, and a lot of like um, 
not evident stuff that you can kind of piece together to say it could genuinely be that could be it and i, I would enough, i'd accept not it told to you that you can you can come up with your own answers yeah 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 um and it would explain why she'd been left alone all these years it would explain why she basically wasn't killed yeah um i mean it should be pointed out that hilly swank i don't know her actual age but she's about 38 <laughs> she actually i thought she was older she, than that no she's around my age and i'm 40 so um i mean uh, i if if they could turn around and actually outright went just so just we're going to confirm this now she was number one or something i would go oh that's fair enough i i got i did have an idea but i for me i've gone a different direction okay, she's a little it. bit older she's 45 but she doesn't that's you know she fine, kind yeah. Of, yeah but um, that would be interesting because that means that really the first baby we saw a mother holding was actually woman yes that's uh, really clever and we know that since then at the very least there's been another failure yeah uh, and now we've got daughter who's the first success yeah i wonder why mother always chose females to start with is it because they have a higher capacity for initial learnings i think that is a fact isn't it that women have a higher initial learning for a younger age i think something like that i don't know i mean if someone's listening and they know that fact please let us know (laughs) well it's possibly more nurturing true because a mother of the family also, yeah, exactly. She's yeah. looking for someone to potentially take over. And also, realistically, at one, at some point, that's going to have to become a massively interbreeding family. Yeah. But Which is probably why they're not cloned. They might not be cloned. True. She's also going to have to look at the idea of one day this, this creation is going to have to produce her own, maybe. Yeah. You know, I know that because, I mean, did, did you find the number of how many embryos, embryos there were? No, I didn't get the overall. I one. did. How many? Um, 63,000. Okay. In the storage of that ship, because they showed yeah. the big, didn't they? Yeah. So sixty-three thousand potential humans minus three, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. yeah. Four, including brother. Yes. Um, but no, oh, I mean, no, because that would be included. Three girls and the brother. The the brother wouldn't would be counted in the number you'd already said. Really? Because was there not three? Well, taken... hang. When did you see the number? When did you get the number? I'm literally just working it out now. One burn. One woman potentially, yeah. one daughter uh, and brother, so that's four. Yes, but that's not in addition to the sixty whatever. No, the no, one... no, no, no. I, no, I, I, mean, I said minus. Yeah. So it's it sixty thousand minus four, yes. definitely that we know of. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. I've got so, what you mean. Now. Um, but no, I mean I don't think there's any other. There's no no other twists, is there? I mean there no. is a massive scary like spider mech that tries to cut the door down, which is mother. Yeah. That's quite, quite creepy, and I wish we'd seen a bit more of that. But it's nice that we had a bit of mystery. I think we needed it, though. No, oh, we yeah. didn't. That is true. Um, but it, it's one of those things where they could easily sequel it. They could, but I hope they don't. No, I, I, I do agree. I actually, Because some films, you finish and you go, oh, that's a nice single experience. And other films you watch and you think, you know what? I like that. They've left room for more and I could see what they could do with it. Yes. But this one works nicely as a solo film. And to do another one would kind of take away from that. Yes, because we we know the secrets. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could come up with another secret. But the thing is, know. if you do a sequel, surely Mother is just an outright villain. Surely. Yes. Yeah, unless there is a father, because as a mother, there could be a father. True. You, you're getting too much into Matrix territory. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, the problem. What I is think, real? What's not. I think it's got its stages, which are quite nice, uh, because it's got the intimate stage where it's just mother and daughter. 
yeah that's nice to watch and i could have honestly like you said watched the whole film just like that uh you've got this intruder which then breaks the seal and all the secrets come out yeah but we've got it all now i mean there is one element that does confuse me slightly yeah um one obviously mother says at the very end you know did you never wonder why you were left basically left alone until you came knocking on the door pretty much yeah. You never wonder why you were left alone. And it's an idea that goes against the thing that woman might be an, an original. It's yeah. the thing of if mother knew where she was, they clearly suggest she knew where this woman was at all, generally. She yeah. knew that she was out there. Earlier on in the infirmary, there's a scene where mother shuts herself in with woman. It's now you can't, this, the room is soundproof. You can't be hurt because daughter's standing outside and can't hear her. And she says to her, Where are your minds? Where where are these other people? She says to she says to her, "Where are your minds?" And it makes me think: if you can't confirm that there are no minds by knowing who this woman is, because it's um it's before the 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 big reveal of the skeletons. No, I suppose right. I've got a couple of answers here. Yeah, that's one fine. is one is possibly plot acceptable. One is possibly real world acceptable. <laughs> the plot acceptable is there's got to be that seed of doubt. Could there be more people? True. You know, because because I bet if there is, Mother's going to find them. True, true. Um, because, you know, there could be more people. Got to get rid of them. I suppose it could be it could be Mother going, I thought you were alone. If you found other people, time to get rid of them. Yeah. The real world, and I know this from one of my plays, because we talked <laughs> about it, is they may have written that scene. And then... Yeah. yeah, it may have been, actually, this scene doesn't work, but it's a cool scene. Because I will say, it's something I've only just thought about. And actually, yeah. more of it goes against the whole, she's number one. Yeah, but, but that's but then she doesn't remember her mother. No, exactly, that's true. You know, that's that's but, the other, another thing there. But there is that thing of, you, the viewer, oh, don't know everything at that point. Actually, there's an, there is another bit of information that, that goes for the idea that she's number one. What's that? It might be it might be something you've picked up on or not. When um, woman or Hillary is sitting in the infirmary, daughter is on her tablety thing with watching the Daily Show, yes, and woman yes. says, "What's that?" And she says, "Oh, it's um, it's um, the day, it's the Tonight Show." She goes, "Have you ever seen a show?" And woman says, "Not for a long time." No, when she was a girl. Yeah, so actually, yeah. it's one of those things that thinking about it, it could. There's enough there that you could go, yeah. But you yeah. could, there's room for you to go, ah, no. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it could go either way. And so I think it's one of the good things because we are discussing it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and that's also, it would, be like, it would be nice to know anyone who did watch along and who is listening, pop over to the Twitter. You can let us know what you think. Yeah. Because it's nice. Obviously, we've, we've got different ideas and opinions, but we kind, I, I can see both sides of that one, actually. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what the listeners think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, any interaction is good. Yeah. Um, so, so it's interesting to think that the extinction event was technically mother. Yeah. That's, but that's you know, and it's one of those scary things because I do like these kind of films. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Terminators. You've not really seen the Terminator films. Uh, no, not really. No. Not I, I do keep meaning to because they are huge films, yeah. but I just haven't got round to it. But, you know, the same thing with The Matrix as well. So I'll, I'll keep using those two. It's that idea that something that we create to make our lives easier yeah. are what end up turning against us and trying to destroy us for yeah, whatever true. reason, whether it's it true. is their own supremacy or in this case, it's done in that sort of almost Thanos 
theory yeah. of actually I'm going to make the world a better place. It's for the, it's for good. It's yes. like it's she actually um, mother poses a question to daughter early in the film um, in one of the lectures. She, it's the idea of there's a doctor treating a patient. The patient, yes, yeah. if he doesn't get treated, will die, and his organs will go to four people saving their lives. The doctor has a choice to save his life and basically kill the other four or not treat him and he'll die and save the other four. And she says, what would you do as the doctor? And daughter says, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that. And, and then mother says, well, what if I change it and make the you, the doctor, also the person who could, could give your organs? And yeah. daughter says, well, from what I've learned and what I've been taught, I've always taught, been taught to, if I can stop someone's pain and suffering, I should. And I, I mean, we paused this film at this point and had a chat with Amanda. And I said, the problem is from a doctor's point of view, an actual like fully trained doctor, they will always save the one person because that is their prime directive, as it were. But it's interesting. I mean, what, what the girl does say, and it's, it's a good point, she questions going, but I'm a good person yeah. and these might be murderers. Yeah, I don't know the people. No, I don't. Are, are they good people? Would would I be making the world a worse place yeah. by saving them? <laughs> it's it's like there's that famous thing of you're on a trolley car, it's out of control, you're going straight down the the fixed track, there's a split in the road. You can either turn left and you'll you'll um what is it? You'll, you'll turn left and there's a group of children. There's a group of children or you turn right and there's a group of OAPs. You have to go one way. That's just it. you won't be able to stop. Which way do you turn? And it's the idea of do you do the children's lives value more than the OAPs because the OAPs have lived, or do you value both lives? And actually, mother says, does it matter if they're good or bad? Do you not see all life as in as important? Mm. Does everyone yeah. not have that right? And it, it, it's yeah already it does that. And the other point, honest, I'm, yeah, yeah. Now, what were you going to uh, say? Because I was, was going to say there's a very very. I mean, it's a bit spoilery, but to something else uh it's a very good episode of uh star trek voyager and i can't remember how much star trek voyager you've seen i think i'm on voyager well basically there's an episode where the doctor in who remember he's a hologram yeah but therefore technically doesn't have emotions no but that's kind of the problem he kind of he grows them doesn't he but he gets goes into a bit of a meltdown that he can't deal with because he has two people on his operating table and he he can only save one and he saves harry kim and then can't deal with it because you did i when, just when, save when, him? when when about in the seasons i is can't it? remember i think i've seen a me. couple of seasons yeah it's 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 a good one it's, is it's it, a good is it before or after seven of nines i honestly can't tell you oh, okay I, I can't tell you because i just remember it being yeah. uh harry kim or this basically a guest star yeah <laughs> and sure. obviously he saves harry kim but then can't deal with it because he says i'm a essentially a program yeah and i saved my friend i think i to be honest i think i've seen the episode because yeah. he's he's to be honest one of my favorite characters in it yes yeah um yes. because of his transition to yeah. being consciousness yeah. um but i'm gonna go back to this for a sec well not for a sec generally um because yeah. <laughs> there's something i actually said to amanda early on and then came back to i made a com basically woman says says something very, we've already said it, which is then basically she tells you the twist of the film early on. Yeah. Very quickly, by, when she reveals that there are droids, she says there are droids outside. They are identical to your mother. It, yeah. she's, she's basically giving you the twist there and then, but without giving you the twist. Do you yes. know what I mean? 
And I said to Amanda, that's really clever because actually the line itself isn't a twist. It doesn't, it's not a spoiler. But once you find out that she is basically an AI hive mind. giving you all the seeds. Yeah. But yeah. now that one I, is fine. Um, yeah. But. but well, there's I, another one, isn't there? No, no. Well, for me, it's the one I've already mentioned. The, the, for me, the biggest thing that annoyed me about the film, and I think was a flaw, was saying how many days. It's been it since no it's for it, was it? It was because we're we're focusing on a teenager, yeah. And yet, when I saw that number, the first thing I did was calculate how many days. Uh, that's fair enough. I mean, for, it's not something that I saw. I saw when researching the film afterwards. Yeah, that that was a thing. That no, no, that, but the thing is, now both of us are the same. We're used to films having twists, so we're always yeah. looking for them. Yeah. But that, when you're someone who looks for a twist, yeah. That was a blatant, this, there's something off here. Because that I mean, girl isn't 38. Even being conscious that I look for the twist, it's not something I picked up on. I didn't look at the numbers. I didn't even really pay attention to the numbers. But um, no, I get that. Cause it's, but I suppose, again, it's giving you all the droplets of information to go, look at what else there could actually be. Look, yeah. mm, number one. It's giving you all the puzzle pieces without and never telling you what the, the end puzzle is. No. Which no. is clever. I mean, um, I'm, I'm saying that you know, you're you're kind of right in that it's it's a clever film as it, it does give you yeah. all the pieces. But for me, it went that's I kind of didn't want to see the skeleton in in the incinerator yeah. when we did. It's more about the times we see the things. Yeah, for me, I don't remember the skeletons being that early. It's not. I wish I I see. I went to write something down of when it was. Uh, I didn't write the time down because I actually made a note on when certain things were coming in. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, just because I noted when actually Hilary Swank came into it, you know, just because yeah. it's that. And actually, it was a lot sooner than I thought it was, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, but, um, the, the film got straight into it. It didn't have a huge build up, it jumped straight into its main story because that's all it had. Yeah, I mean, when it's... you've only got one character and a robot, you can't yeah. spend 40 minutes prepping the story. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, uh, as a whole, I, I mean, I get what you mean because it gave you bits of information which I suppose you can justify as as giving you seeds of doubt and theories, but yes. also basically give you plot holes and to pick apart. It, well, I wouldn't even say it was a plot hole. It's just it gave me. I would, if they hadn't given me that number at the beginning, yeah, because honestly, actually, that's a thing. Where had I not been at home watching it, if I'd seen it at the cinema, yeah, I wouldn't have been then able to do the date check. No, but because I was seeing it at home and I had my phone with me, I just went, "How many, how many years is that?" I went, came out. Of that. I did it again. I did it several times in case my calculator was wrong. Yeah, you know. And then I was like, "Well, no," because so we're now following a teenager. But unless they age differently, that's true. The thing is, already you've this got this weird thing the... of you don't know how their aging is because like we've seen that they grow from embryo to baby super quick not nine months yeah so, um, so already and they make a point of never outright saying how old daughter is no but they don't name either you know is it, they, no name. They actually, it's all very but then i think this is, might be another thing because maybe daughter doesn't get named because to mother as caring as mother might be in its own way it's a number yeah that's true i mean that's the only the other way they could have done it, I think, rather than a name, because therefore the robot would have had to chose a name. They could the have woman just does been... say she doesn't actually care about you. 
which could yeah. be true because she probably doesn't beyond the fact of she's just training a replacement. Yeah, I mean, we only ever really see daughter take the one exam. Yeah. But had she failed it, the assumption is she would have been incinerated. Yeah. You know, uh, but it's interesting because part of me would like to see that scene play out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because how, at what point does whichever daughter gets incinerated yeah. become aware of everything? Do they find out why? Is it just a knock on the head from behind? You know, is it, do they ever know what they've done wrong? Yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's, Film-wise, it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's a series. It's a film I could see them adapting into a TV show, where the main story arc is the film story, but then you're getting flashbacks of like humanity as mother was coming into power. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. But I wouldn't want a whole film on it. But I'd, if, I, no. if like if there was a sequel, I'd rather see mother's rise to power than an outright sequel. Yes, because I don't want to see mother just as a villain in that way. It would be interesting to see how it went about, how... Because, one, it would be interesting to see her creation. Yeah. And yeah. how that... What she was programmed to do, and actually see if her directors have changed at all over the years. Because, yeah. obviously, she's saying, my my prime direction is to care for humanity, and in her mind, she is doing that. But maybe it's warped over time to fit the need. So it would be interesting the, to see how... Same sort of happened. thing as Ultron. Yeah, in Avengers, you know, humanity is his own worst enemy, so let's get rid of you. You know, yeah. but whereas you know, but Mother then actually still has that thing of wanting humanity around. Well, she does. She makes the right call because it's her call at the end. Really, she she yes. allows her to leave with the baby. Yeah. Well, yeah. not leave. She stays there, but you know. Yeah. Which okay. once you've seen it, because the thing is, she has seen outside, and there's nothing for her outside. No, she's got everything she needs in that. Bunker. No, and the thing is, if you then ignore her in the bunker with the baby and hum- blossoming humanity, yeah, mother is now just prepping the world for humanity. Yeah, Which she's growing be. crops. She's basically terraforming the planet again. In a very weird, sinister way, it's a happy ending. It is a happy ending <laughs> because yes, she kills the initial unit, but mother's not dead. Mother's not evil because she's got logic it's to just it. Not, it's uh, it's warped. It's, it's warped. But the thing is, it's it's evil to us as mankind because in our situation now, a, we'd be killed. Justified off. evil. Yes. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, but no, you're right. It's not. A, it's not a bad end. A sad ending, really, no. because we don't know that woman was killed that was just suggested yeah i mean yeah. heavily suggested, i'd say but i i would imagine woman is killed because yeah. technically she's a failure she's a failure and she's also proof of the failure mm-hmm. but um i mean i think we can round up really now because we're at one so, yeah. we've gone over an hour <laughs> we okay this was gonna be a mini <laughs> well the thing is we, we said we don't know how long this is going to be and i think it's safe to say that um obviously with our normal episodes of the manic podcast episodes we try and make between 45 to an hour yeah. i think with the manic film club it's safe to say the episode lengths will vary depending on if, the films if we if we end up because this is something listeners we don't know yet we might only do one film per episode or yeah. We might do a couple. Yeah, it depends. Uh, 
this one we went in knowing that this is our sort of film yeah. I mean, it's, it's sci-fi post-apocalyptic that's our kind of thing yeah but not all the films are going to be so it's possible that yeah. we'll come out actually not having that much to talk about exactly yeah. yeah so i think it's safe to say that the for now the lengths are likely to vary yes. and just yeah. i think just treat the manic film club for now as a work in progress when it comes to that element Yes, this is the first time we've done this. No, this is episode yeah, one, and obviously, in an ideal world, we wouldn't be doing it over the internet. We'd be meeting up and probably chatting about it. Well, as we discussed when we announced this, originally it was a YouTube idea, and we yeah. would be together, yeah, videoing. But it, but we don't want to let the lockdown and COVID nineteen kind of stop us evolving, as, as Mother would say. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, what we've decided, we're not going to do what a lot of things do, like Rotten Tomatoes. We're not going to rate the film on, like, a scale. No. Because it leaves too much room for, well, what does that number mean? What does that number mean? Yeah? Well, yeah. Basically, you and I have very different ideas of yeah. how to rate. Because no. we were going we to rate and review things on the blog and then really realise we would have different rating systems. That's going to yeah. be confusing. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what we're actually going to do, instead of doing, a like, a 1 to 100, we're just going to say... If we think it's a hit or a miss, would we, and I think I don't, we, we said we'd use our own logics to get to that. That, yeah, but I think justifying a hit or a miss, I think just has to say, as one, would you watch it again and would you suggest it? Do you know what I mean? Would yeah. you put someone else through the film you just watched? For me, um, my caveat is I don't know if it's a film I would want to own. No. necessarily now i've okay. seen it but a, i suppose does it does for you does it have rewatch value yes because i actually it's one of those films where because i used to do this with my ex-girlfriends a lot yeah. i'd have a film that i know there's twists when they weren't like perfect you used to put them in the incinerator no no <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm single uh, oh my god <laughs> no I'm one of those of, we'll be sitting on the sofa watching a film, and I'm looking at the person going, a bit's coming up now. I'm not saying it out loud, but I'm just going, are you paying attention? I want to know what you think of this bit. It was strange for me, because this is one of the first films that I sat down to watch with Amanda, and she'd seen the film before me. That is weird. That doesn't happen often, does it? I am am the film person in this this family. I bring films, and I'd say 90% of the time... They're hits for for her. There's always the odd one that she didn't like. Like oh, this is interesting. So she sat through it a second time. Yeah. Well, she said she actually really liked it when she first watched it, and she didn't tell you anything. No, she purposely said I, I, I won't tell you anything about it. And I had said because I told her why I was watching it. Yeah. And what I've actually said to her is when we because obviously we'll announce what our next film is in a minute. Yeah. But I'm I've said to her she's welcome to sit and watch the films with me because then I get another person's opinion. Yeah. Which I don't have. No, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, if you do get a partner, you're welcome to do the same as well, because that way we get more opinion. Thank you, future girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no, it was interesting, because she, she had seen it, and so I knew she liked it, which already gave me the idea of, oh, God, is this going to be terrible? But I would, I would show this film to someone else, and I'd sit with them watching it. Yeah. So from that point of view, I, it is a hit. I would recommend it. Okay, yeah, I would agree. So I think we can agree that is a double hit film for us. Double hit, double tap, <laughs> double tap, double tap. Yeah, um, the, a, full manic, a full manic, a full manic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I am mother gets a full manic rating. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> now, obviously, this these episodes of the Manic Film Club are going to come out. Um, is biweekly the right phrase? Is that wrong? Fortnightly. Fortnightly. Fortnightly yeah. between our normal episodes. Yeah. So yes. it'll go normal episode, 
film club normal episode of film club and so, then possibly because obviously we only do 20 episodes in our normal yeah. season this will actually in theory expand beyond that and go yeah this in isn't the in theory the film club isn't a series it's not gonna ha- it shouldn't run a series one. Doing. It's, yeah. yeah the only way it's going to evolve is if we do move it onto youtube simple as yeah but um this so obviously if you have listened to any of our mini manics and you're thinking oh no but now you're not going to do them not true no, we're going to Mini do Manics are just unscheduled and we'll slot them in when we do them. Simple as. Yeah, this is a, if you like, a third thing that we're now yeah. doing. Yeah. So when you think of the Manic Universe, <laughs> we have the Manic Podcast, yeah. the Manic Film Review, and our Mini Manics. Yeah, exactly. And I think Lots that kind of Manic of, to enjoy, though. And one day we'll have our Manic Food, food Reviews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I said, Iron Mother has a full Manic rating. Yeah. And what is our next film to buy us? Okay, do you just want the title or do you want the synopsis as well? Both. Have you got okay. them both? <laughs> I have. I'm looking at Netflix right now. It'd be weird for you to have the synopsis but not the title. <laughs> I'll tell you about it, but I cannot think what it's named. And obviously, uh, before he announces it, it's very important to, to point out that we are making a point of not just doing super geeky topics. No, I Am Mother was a nice lead-in because it is our theme. Yeah, but we're going to try and do a whole kind of array of genres so we get a, a taste for life, as it were. Something for everyone, hopefully, and we'll yeah. aboard on our own horizons. Yeah. So our next film is Private Life. Ooh. Um, its synopsis is struggling to conceive. A couple in their forties are almost out of options until a sliver of hope arrives in the form of their visiting stepniece. So a very different thing for us to be yeah, reviewing. Very different. But that's the point. That's the point. But I'm 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 open to it. Yeah. So obviously. This episode, it should have come out on the 14th, which is, oh no, 15th, sorry, which is a Wednesday. So the next episode should be out in two weeks of this release. Yes. So I don't, I don't know what that date is off the top of my head, so I wouldn't worry about that. But, no, no. You know. Plus, sometimes we're a little bit late, aren't we, Liam? <laughs> yeah. Te- technology hasn't always been on my side. <laughs> um, he says as he sits on a table full of at least three computers. Yeah. Um, you are actually about to initiate mother. <laughs> yeah, the problem is my mother would wouldn't outlive the babies. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, if you want to watch uh, Private Life, please feel free to watch along and then join us for the next episode to see if, if you agree with our opinions. Um, if you disagree or agree with anything we've said about I Am Mother, please comment on our Twitter. I might do a poll, see if you like it or not. Ooh, yes, please. Yeah, it's um, a simple yes or no. Do you <laughs> like it? Hit or miss. We'll ask hit you hit or miss. miss. Eh? Yes. Hit or miss is a brilliant term, I think. Yeah. And basically, we'll see what you, you think about it. Obviously, we've also got our Tumblr you can go and have a look at. That's a bit more active at the moment. Did I see you just posted something else on that? Uh, I did. I reviewed the the first six of our X-Men castings from our I've, main episode. I've seen it's been getting some interaction, but I haven't read through it yet, but I will. I have not yet either. Oh, I've, that's, not that's the, I've not seen the. No, no. I mean, I've not seen the interaction yet. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I, I wrote it. I definitely know what's in it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you can go over to our Tumblr, which is just the Manic Podcast. If you search for the Manic with two ends, because that's very important. Very important. You can find us on there, and we do a bit of everything on there. It's mainly reviewing at the moment and just general announcements. So you can keep up to date on our Twitter at the, at the Manic with two ends. Very important for what we're up to, and we'll let you know anything new or when there's new episodes on there or any news that you guys need to know. Yeah, and apart from that, we'll see you next week for our standard episode, and in two weeks for our next episode of the Manic Film Club, where we will be reviewing Private Life. It's time to say goodbye, Tobias.
Laters, people. Stay manic.